Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, hospital crisis. Victoria's most vulnerable patients caught up in a major COVID scare, but experts hopeful the state has passed its peak. New South Wales races towards its next vaccine milestone, restrictions to be wound back further within days. High-level talks. Our Prime Minister attends an extraordinary meeting with world leaders overnight. And next stop, the Moon, Australia's historic mission, our first rover to be sent into space. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Dozens of vulnerable premature babies and newborns in Melbourne have been exposed to COVID after an unknowingly infected parent visited a neonatal intensive care ward. The Royal Children's Hospital has isolated the entire ward with all 29 critically ill infants considered close contacts. Authorities are warning a peak in hospital admissions is still to come. If the peak in our confirmed cases is now past, then we can expect that the peak in our hospitalised cases might be two or three weeks from now. The state is projected to hit 70% double-dose vaccinations on October 22nd. New South Wales looks set to hit its next major vaccine milestone a week earlier than expected. The state is currently projected to reach 80% double dose as early as Sunday, unlocking further freedoms by next Monday. Meantime, passengers on a flight from Brisbane to Sydney have been declared close, close contacts after a confirmed case was on board. Passengers on Saturday morning's Qantas flight QF509 must now isolate. Queenslanders heading to Bunnings to grab a sausage will also be able to get a COVID jab at the same time. 33 of the hardware giant stores will be transformed into vaccine hubs on Saturday. The state government hopeful that it will accelerate the state's rollout. Queensland has marked a full week without any community transmissions. For the very first time, an Australian-made rover will be launched into space to collect samples from the moon. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. The government struck a major deal with NASA. Jody, good morning. Yes, a deal that could see a, semi, a semi-autonomous rover made by Australian researchers sent on a lunar mission within the next five years. The federal government looking to the skies, working with NASA to develop a rover that would fly to the moon in order to collect lunar soil before attempting to extract oxygen. The mission to establish a human presence on the moon and assist further journeys to Mars. Australian businesses and researchers, able 
able to bid for up to $50 million to help fund this project, which the government hopes will be the first of many. Space opens new doors for a range of different industries, from mining and resources to manufacturing. So while this agreement will take us to the moon, it unlocks our limitless potential here on Earth. The government adding they plan to triple the size of Australia's space sector by 2030, creating thousands of new jobs in the industry and putting Australia firmly in the position to join the space race. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. The Prime Minister has taken part in virtual talks overnight on the worsening humanitarian situation in Afghanistan. The G20 discussed the delivery of foreign aid with poverty rife even before the Taliban takeover and winter approaching in the country. The safe passage of Afghans who helped Western forces was also a focus. A united front could be tough, with member countries taking different diplomatic approaches. Dozens have gathered at a memorial in Bali's tourist district of Kuta to commemorate the 19th anniversary of the Bali bombings. Tourists joined locals in a solemn ceremony to remember all 202 victims of the attack in 2002. Oh, I feel very comfortable here. I hope there will never ever be any more tour uh, terrorism. A memorial was also held at Coogee Beach in Sydney yesterday while flags flew at half-mast over the Harbour Bridge. More than 10,000 jobs will be created under a new strategy by the New South Wales government to turbocharge the production of clean hydrogen. Green producers will receive over $3 billion in incentives in a bid to help decarbonise the energy in industry. It's hoped the move will grow the economy by more than $600 million by the end of the decade. Security pictures show the moment an elderly man was attacked with a hammer and dragged from his car in Adelaide. Police say the man in his 70s was at home when he was approached by a man in his 20s requesting a lift. He obliged before being hit over the head while driving. The attack caused him to crash into a taxi. The attacker then pulled the elderly victim from his car and took off with it. If you get a call from someone pretending to be from the Australian Border Force, the advice is to hang up immediately. Scamwatch has received close to 5,000 reports of this scam this year alone, clocking up $120,000 in financial losses. People are receiving a recorded message from a fake ABF officer suggesting a parcel has been intercepted containing illegal items. The Prime Minister is among those paying tribute to Australian Holocaust survivor Eddie Jaku, who has died at the age of 101. The author of the book The Happiest Man on Earth lost his parents to the Nazis, but refused to let them crush his spirit. His memory will live on through a hologram display at Sydney's Jewish Museum. I am happy because I didn't die when they wanted me to die. Scott Morrison described Eddie as an inspiration and a joy. New research into the eating habits of women is rewriting what we thought we knew about carbs. No longer a dirty word, Aussie scientists have in fact discovered that eating carbs and fats can have major health benefits. A fit and active vegetarian, Marion Weaving never thought she was at risk of heart disease. I was working in the house and uh, my heart rate suddenly got very quick, which I'd never experienced before and I called an ambulance. One of her arteries was blocked, requiring a stent. After surgery, Ms Weaving decided to shed weight and overhaul her diet. 
Carbohydrates figure quite highly in my diet. A new study has found carbohydrates can reduce the risk of obesity, diabetes and high blood pressure in middle-aged women. The sweet spot is to have carbohydrates make up between 41 and 44% of your daily energy. While carbohydrates can be helpful, researchers say they are not all created equal. The key to cardiovascular health is to choose carbs rich in nutrients and natural fibre. Obviously, if you're getting it from vegetables and fruit, that's probably going to have a more beneficial impact. A lot of Australians are eating unhealthy or more refined carbohydrates, which actually put uh, them at increased risk of heart conditions. Jody Lee, 7 News. Australia's newest airline says it's ready to shake up domestic travel, promising half-price tickets. Bonza Air will launch with a focus on holidaymakers as airfares drop to their lowest level in years. After 19 months of mostly silent skies, airlines are ready for action. And a new low-cost challenger, Bonza, is gearing up to join them. Our intention is not to do the same as everybody else. What we have done today is contact about 45 airports across the whole country and said, would you like to be our partners? We want to make sure that we have an open and competitive market. That's going to be good news for aviation and good news for Australians. Bonza says it'll focus on overlooked routes, such as Perth to Byron Bay or Adelaide to Broome. It'll go after leisure travellers who want to fly non-stop. We want to go from A to C without the B. Discount airfares fell sharply during the pandemic, recently hitting their lowest level in several years. I think we're in for a period of very low airfares for quite some time. We'll be cheaper versus incumbent business operators in the realms of 30, 40, 50 percent. Bonza's founder Tim Jordan has been in the airline industry for 30 years and was an executive at Virgin Blue, while its main backer, US investment firm 777 Partners, has two decades of experience running ultra-low fare airlines. This airline is well credentialed, well backed. Takeoffs expected as early as April next year. Gemma Acton, 7 News. All the new shows launching on Channel 7 next year have been revealed. The network will be the official broadcaster of the 2022 Commonwealth Games to be held in Birmingham. Not to mention a historic Ashes series. Favourite hit shows will be back, including The Voice and SAS, Dancing with the Stars and My Kitchen Rules. And Samantha Armitage will return to TV as a special guest on Farmer Wants a Wife. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is slightly lower this morning. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The odds lost ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,760 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 80 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.55 US cents, 83.5 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. They've become a popular everyday essential, but in-ear headphones could be doing permanent damage to our hearing. Technology experts say they're designed for comfort, so problems internally might not be so obvious. If we go and put an earbud in, like you see the in-ear earphones, they end up compressing that area. They can block its natural escape routes, um, compress it, maintain a warm environment, which inhibits the wax from drying out and cause all kinds of issues. Hearing problems, pain, dizziness and vertigo are all symptoms to watch out for. 
A long-awaited report into the UK government's handling of the pandemic has concluded it was one of the country's worst ever public health failures. The report by British MPs found the government didn't do enough to stop COVID spreading early in the outbreak. One of the worst decisions made was to delay introducing the first lockdown, which cost thousands of lives. To some breaking news this morning and the final autopsy report revealing how American travel blogger Gabby Petito was murdered is about to be released by a US coroner. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. This is a case that's drawn worldwide attention. It has, Jodie, and this report is likely to draw plenty of attention too. Uh, and offer up more clues in a case that has captivated uh, America. Gabby Petito went missing on a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend. Two weeks later, her body discovered in a national park uh, in Wyoming. This report, or well, the coroner, has already deemed her death a homicide. This report, however, will reveal when she died and how she died. Now, no one has been arrested in this case, but... Uh, her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, has been declared a person of interest. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in the US, thank you. A major wildfire burning in California is threatening homes, forcing the closure of a major highway. The fire broke out north of Santa Barbara, with strong gusty winds fanning the flames. Evacuations have been ordered as fire crews on the ground tackle the huge blaze. Windy conditions have prevented water-carrying aircraft from taking off. Power has also been cut to more than 20,000 homes. New satellite pictures have captured the intensifying volcanic eruption on Spain's island of La Palma. Giant blocks of red-hot magma the size of three-storey buildings can be seen flowing down the mountainside. New lockdowns are being enforced on La Palma due to dangerous smoke clouds. An Australian writer for DC Comics hopes their latest portrayal of Superman as bisexual gets a positive reaction. The son of original Superman Clark Kent and reporter Lois Lane, John, is seen kissing a man in an upcoming episode. We didn't want this to be DC Comics creates new queer Superman. We want this to be Superman finds himself, becomes Superman and then comes out. Issue 5 of the comic book, which features the same-sex kiss, will be released next month. The Queen has used a walking stick for support as she attended a service at Westminster Abbey to mark the centenary of the Royal British Legion. The 95-year-old monarch was accompanied by her daughter, Princess Anne, as she stepped out of a car in London. The Queen has used a walking stick before, following a knee operation almost 20 years ago. It's thought to be the first time Her Majesty has used one for comfort and not for specific medical reasons. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
To sport now and the Socceroos' record-winning run in World Cup qualifiers has ended at 11 games. Chasing their first win over Japan in over a decade, the Aussies went behind early in Saitama. The Socceroos hit back in spectacular fashion with Aidan Hrustich scoring a cracking second-half free kick. But there was late heartbreak for Australia, Aziz Bayic's unfortunate own goal giving the home side the 2-1 win. With only a day left in the AFL trade period, Adelaide have finally landed Sydney star Jordan Dawson. After haggling for the past week and a half, the Crows will give up a future first-round pick tied to Melbourne to land the Swans midfielder. The deal will be made official this afternoon. Essendon have offered a future second-round pick for giant Bobby Hill. Collingwood are ready to make an offer if that trade falls through. Defending champ classic legend remains favourite to go back-to-back in Saturday's $15 million Everest race at Royal Randwick. Drizzle robbed the chance to use Bondi as a backdrop for the barrier draw, but it didn't worry connections of last year's winner, classic legend drawing perfectly in barrier five. The horse is going good. Can I honestly say, look you in the eye and say he's as good as he was last year? He's not far off it, but I won't know till after the race. Nature Strip and Eduardo both drew wide but are still expected to lead the 12-horse field. You'll see the Everest and Caulfield Cup on seven. Could Ben Simmons be about to end his bitter standoff with the Philadelphia 76ers? Simmons showed up unannounced at the 76ers arena for a COVID test, the first step towards being cleared to begin training. The Aussie has been fined more than a million dollars for sitting out the first two weeks of pre-season in an effort to force a trade. Teammates say they still haven't spoken to the 25-year-old. And a big signing for Severn's coverage of the Ashes with English legend Sir Ian Botham to join the team for the series. One man who will have an extra fan watching on is Australia's Pat Cummins, who announced the birth of his first child, Albie, with fiancée Becky Boston overnight. The test vice-captain posted a video charting the couple's journey through pregnancy until the birth on Friday. Cummins has now flown out to Dubai to join Australia's T20 World Cup squad. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, an intense low will generate gusty winds, showers and a few storms in southern WA, South Australia and Victoria. A trough extending north will trigger potentially severe thunderstorms in New South Wales and Queensland. Another trough will cause heat to build and bring the odd storm in the north of the country. Around the capitals today, a shower or two in Brisbane, a top of 24 degrees. Showers in Sydney, heading for a top of 20. A shower or two in Canberra, 16 degrees. Rain developing and a possible storm in Melbourne, 21. Cloudy in Hobart, a top of 18 degrees today. Showers and 17 in Adelaide. Mostly sunny in Perth, heading for 22 degrees. And a partly cloudy day, 34 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 13th of October.